Kia ora and bullet. Welcome to the Pace Pod. My name's Shiv. My name's Denzel. And today we are talking about a subject which is very near and dear to our hearts. Um, yes. It's yes. on our history, which is really cool. Yep. Um, so this was part one in a two-part series on being Indo-Fijian, which I guess we both are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to varying, varying degrees, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. We, we both got it in us. Yeah, we, we, we got it. We, we got it. <laughs> That's us. That's it. That's just the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, it is what it is. You have Google, yeah. use it. Um, nah, yeah. I thought this would be a cool opportunity for us to just talk about being Indo-Fijian, um, our history, and why we call ourselves Indo-Fijian, why we are nothing but Indo-Fijian, if that makes sense, um, and our culture, our language, and our identity as Pacific peoples, which is really important for some of the work I'm doing um, just in the community uh in new zealand so yeah i guess to start off with dan's like what's your knowledge or where are you coming at this from um of being indo-fijian obviously you are indo-fijian but (laughs) um look see this is a this is the thing is that i'm not too well versed in in like this this part of me you know what i mean it's um and Mm -hmm. it's kind of sad well, it is sad. It made me sad. So it's something I definitely wanted to um, learn more about, but I'm still definitely in the very early stages uh, of, yeah. of learning about it. No, for sure. And I feel like I wouldn't even have asked this question um, unless I was made to in in a in a sociology paper in my first year that I did. And I guess from then on, like I did start to question it and wondering why there was no stories that we told about our past and why yeah and just not knowing and accepting that that's not okay but what i can do now is to learn and understand as much as i can yeah so i think we're both on that journey yes (laughs) for sure most definitely we are (laughs) yeah um uh, until two months ago i didn't even know the term genomithia um, which is basically the most integral part to being Fijian Indian and our history. Yeah. Um, and I only found out about this two months ago, you know? Yeah. Well, like, you know me, I found out about it today, bro. We're both learning. Yeah. Um, I guess like a good place to start is with the term Gurmithia. So probably just go into it just to give some background and context um so Gurmithia or Gurmit um was the term like our ancestors gave to themselves um it's the Indo-Fijian way of saying agreement which is really interesting Hmm, so yeah so what our ancestors must have heard was agreement agreement and what they interpreted that was uh, that as was Gurmit you know, because mm. um, a lot of uh, our ancestors were, um, I guess, considered to be poorer 
um, and or the lower lowest caste in the Indian caste system. So it was kind of easier for um, the Brit- British col- colonial system to take advantage um, of of our ancestors. But yeah, so I guess the term agreement was used quite a bit. Um, and that's how we get to Gurmithias. And that's what they called themselves. So um, within the, the plantations where they worked and we'll kind of get into a bit of it. So uh, I won't go too deep into the history because again, uh, Denz and I are just starting to learn. So we're just scraping the surface in this podcast, but yeah, hopefully maybe later on, like in a couple years time, we'll come back experts in the field or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the goal, man. That is the goal, honestly. And it's something that uh, I'm definitely very keen to get more into. Um, yeah. And I think like, obviously when, when, so like a bit of background as well. Uh, and this is like when party, my grandma was, uh, was with us still. Um, there was such a big language barrier between mm-hmm. us. Like there's, I, I can only understand a bit. I can't really speak too much um, of, of whatever, whatever you classify the language as see like that's the yeah. other thing as well is that like like i couldn't really put and like when i asked mom and dad i like i couldn't really put a label on the language that i knew a little bit about and that yeah. party was speaking because she was just like mom was like oh it's pretty broken so yeah it's kind of like there was that whole like loved her a bit spent a lot of time with her um but a lot of the time i didn't actually really know what she was saying which yeah. um yeah. you know which which sucks which really yeah suck. and that just goes to show like we made our own language in vg and it should be recognized today that you know we have our unique language like like you said you couldn't put a label on it because uh, for the longest time a label didn't exist uh and some of the work i'm doing with um the new zealand fijian indian community is to get the language recognized as a unesco language so one of the official languages um of the world yeah which is really cool that's awesome man that's really awesome yeah. work you're doing um but yeah i guess to go into what like how it all came to be and like the legal ramifications and uh, why uh, indians um or people of indian descent ended up in in fiji um so around the time um slavery was being outlawed. So this is after the civil war in the US happened um, yep. and the North won uh, against the South and um, slavery was being abolished. So this is all around the same time. Even though slavery was being abolished and um, being viewed as bad, um, the need for cheap labor and sl- labor and slaves didn't go away if that makes sense yeah yeah um so there was still huge demand for cheap workers who would work for free or very little um and that's kind of where the indentured labor system comes in and there's so many examples um not just from india but uh i don't know if you've heard of blackbirding uh no i haven't um so people of pacific island descent so our brothers and sisters in the pacific they would be basically put on ships um 
in some cases entire villages would be put on ships and taken to these plantations um in south america um especially uh and other parts of the world just for cheap labor and um and things like that yeah um so that was one form of indentured labor um the other form happened in fiji which was basically the same process um except yeah i I guess it's the exact same except (laughs) instead of um pacific island people or polynesian or melanesian people being targeted it was um india's um predominantly from the southern states yeah um and they were being taken to fiji so there was this um contract or agreement and i say agreement in quotes um for five years of labor and then you're you're free to do kind of you're free to either go back to india or um free to do whatever you want but you just worked for these five years you got some money out of it um again this you you end up going down a rabbit hole because the amount of money that the indentured labors made wasn't enough to actually buy a, a boat ticket back to india lovely um, what a system and about 80 percent of all Girmithias had their contracts extended um for almost double the time um so is that by choice nope yeah didn't think so <laughs> yep so again it's it's slavery with a different term yeah um and i guess it the reason why we it's not we don't talk about it as much in the history that we learn is it, it is often covered up and uh, a lot of the articles that i have read ar- around indentured labors is that it's you know this hush hush topic that no one should touch because you know it, it came after slavery it was meant to be better than slavery but the people who were implementing it knew exactly what they were doing um and there's evidence to say that they pretty much they had this idea of you know we still need slaves but we can't make um make us seem bad you know we can't be like what happened in the u.s so we need to have this indentured system yeah so that's kind of like the legal ramifications around it yeah well that's that's upsetting to hear it is uh and as i said i only really you know you told me about this uh this term today and um yeah just hearing about it it's not not very nice to hear yeah no for sure and just the process behind it, I guess, um, you know, just like imagining our ancestors being put on ships, sometimes against their will, um, or with these empty promises, um, and having like the the door locked behind them and put on this huge journey and they don't know what they're going, they don't know what to expect, you know, um, yeah, I was talking to my cousin Ryan about it actually because he's very he's uh, invested in it and he's um, uh, done a lot of research into it. And he was saying that at certain points, like the ships weren't even full, so they were just grabbing people off the streets. Yep. And yep. like, just imagine that you know you legitimately don't see whoever it is your son, daughter, um, you know, wife, husband, family member, friend. Um, mm. You know, you, you don't know where they go. They just drop off the face of the planet is what it seems to you. Um, all yep, because yep. they just, their boat wasn't full, man. 
They need to fill the boat. Yeah. Um, there's stories of people just waiting in markets where they know um, people go to pray or go to buy the groceries and just picking them up from there. Um, and just like imagine going down to the shops and, you know, not coming back. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, just to conceive the idea that this happened is insane. And I guess when my, when I was doing my own research, like got very angry. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. There's a lot of anger involved. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, and that's, that's completely understandable. You know, I feel like, a, especially in today's society, with all these things that are just coming to light, um, you have all these different movements, um, you know, just like so many different things, racism, gender equality, um, all this type of stuff. A lot of people are angry about it and some people don't get it. Mm -hmm. Some people really Mm -hmm. don't get it. But when, uh, yeah, when you display a bit of empathy, yeah, it just, it it makes me angry too, man. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my my grandma so my my dad's mom uh about this recently um just to you know i was trying to gather as much stories as i could she's aging as well and i'm just trying to kind of have a a record of um kind of her experiences and stuff and she still remembers like her parents talking about like being whipped by by white uh, um like uh, plantation owners and and stuff like that you know and she even has like you know these words that that my dad had to kind of like translate for me and yeah like hiding out in like she had to hide out in this cave for a while for some violence to die down and she still remembers that she might have been six or seven at the time yeah and it's just crazy that is just this is really crazy that there's like that direct link like she's she's not that old like this did not happen no. that long ago you know what i mean no um no. and for her to be sharing this story it's just like it's just bonkers honestly there's no other word for it ridiculous yeah it's just cruel yeah yeah and um sorry i don't have this like i don't have a fact page like right on deck but i'm pretty sure yeah so it basically it was over a 37 year period so it started 1875 and 1916 um but obviously after 1916 the plantations didn't stop you know yeah um a lot of families still had to pay their dues um and you know it it continued yeah and yeah like just hearing my grandma's stories of the way she described it, it was insane to me and she was saying how like um, they didn't have a place to sleep, so they had to sleep on the ground. Hmm. And you know, this is my grandma. This is like she's not that old. Like she's quite old, but you know, she's still with us. Yeah, and she still remembers this, and that's insane. Yeah, that 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 hurt runs deep. Runs oh yeah, deep, for man. sure. Yeah. Um. So I guess like the one of the other things, like for me personally, is that like. Um, I don't even know where, like, my grandma party was, like, where are her exact roots? Um, you know, like, I know that she was born in Fiji. Mm-hmm. Mum was born in Fiji. Mm-hmm. But, like, where they were 
from before that i actually like i don't know and like there's there's yeah. speculations from different members of the family saying oh mauritius or oh, um pondicherry um and yeah. i you you gave some uh me some insight into this a bit more that both could be viable yeah but yeah it's just crazy to me that i don't know that so do you want to speak yeah. on that a bit no it's um very interesting you mention that i guess because yeah pondicherry being one of the places where a lot of Gurmithias came from um or few Gurmithias came from but also places like mauritius where indentured labor kind of started 50 years before yeah so um and it was still uh so i believe in south africa and mauritius and a few like west indies i believe um it started about 50, 70, 50 to 60 years before um the indentured labor system from from Fiji, uh, from india uh so i guess both are viable yeah um in the sense that um there was the idea of bringing exper- quote unquote experienced uh, indentured laborers from places like south africa west indies or mauritius to um to fiji to kind of for lack of a better word, mentor the other Gurmithias. Yeah. Uh and into assimilating into the the whole process and, and stuff like that. So there was a lot of that going on as well. And yeah, I agree. Like not knowing where you actually come from is very is is a struggle in itself because um there's only speculation and guesses um for where our family came from. Yeah. Um, there is a few oral stories. So my, one of my granddads uh, often speaks of his, um, his grandparents being born in South Africa. Um, and yeah, like, like you mentioned the, the French connection and the two French colonies, uh, which are associated with India, Pondicherry and, um, and Mauritius are both you know, both both could be also viable for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, parties, uh, whatever she remembered her little French words. I was like, because I studied French. I was like, oh, yeah. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> like, yeah. But she did speak about how her mum would would talk to her in French sometimes. Yeah, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, it might be a dialectual difference. Do yeah. you reckon? Yeah, it, it could very well have been. Um. Yeah. There was like one or two words within a phrase that were like either the same or similar but they were very like like and like the word would be and that is similar you know what i mean so right something very basic not like actual proper words so yeah yeah, yeah. it could could very well be dialecture but yeah yeah not too sure man yeah i don't know much about the french colonial well i I guess that's my second part in investigating our history is going into the french side but um yeah, all I know is that we have a French connection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is um, cool. It's kind of cool that my mum and dad picked a, a French school for us to go to, which yeah, also, I wish... like, it kind of feeds into this because I did the French curriculum. One, I mm. didn't learn, like, basically anything about Australia through my schooling. Yep. So that's, the, like, the place I'm living I don't really know too much about. But then there was also just, like, I was not aware of all these other things as well. Um, it was right. originally around the French and European type history. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I feel like very 
left behind in in that sort of stuff um which maybe could you know i could attribute partially to me being a bit slow on the ball to kind of realize like hey i actually don't know these roots and stuff like that, that could also be why i want to get this dna tester <laughs> to see yeah. to see where all the links are no i'm pretty keen to get a dna test done too like after finding out all these other connections that we have is just like all right where do we come from for sure yeah yeah. But then those DNA tests aren't very accurate and all this. But Yeah, it's like you want to do it well. You know, I'm looking at all yeah. these reviews and stuff like that and they're just like, oh, this company does this bit well, but this section not so well and like all this other stuff. I'm like, I just want I just want to know. I want it to be done well. But then yeah. they're also a bit spinny. So <laughs> They are a bit spinny. Yeah, it's um, hard, to, hard to find that balance. I saw this one video. I think it was a Vox video. Um, these two sisters did like three of them. Yeah. Um, and they all three of them were different for both the sisters oh my gosh and this, you know what i mean like it's... that doesn't inspire confidence does it no yeah no. so all we have is oral history and i guess we should go off that and you know trust trust in our oral history yeah and that's that's the other part that made me you know like a bit sad and it's like i couldn't i like genuinely couldn't understand a lot of what party was saying to me um, yeah. and like I did try and like now I still try it now that she um, has left us it's kind of like well there's like not much I quote unquote Hindi being spoken um, yeah. at home and now I'm trying to get mum to speak to me just so I remember the little bits that I did but yeah it's um, that that did make me quite sad so it's I, I guess it's really good that you're able to kind of get these sherries and have uh, these sherries these stories and have your dad help you um, to translate yeah. them and stuff like that with your grandma. No, and for sure. And um, just working with um, the UNESCO project um, to get our language formalized is really helping me too. Um, so yeah. what we're one of the things we're trying to achieve is a written format for Fijian and uh, Hindi. Yeah. Uh, so that's the name of the the official name of the language is Fijian Hindi. Yeah, cool. I was just going to ask you that, so that's cool to know. Yeah, I, I just, I, I heard you say uh, Hindi and I was like, ooh, but it's not. Yeah, no, so that's why I put the yeah. quote on quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so Fiji and Hindi and um, it's a mixture of about five or six, no, like, known languages. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of Hindi in there. There's a bit of Urdu, a bit yep. of Tamil, yep. a bit of English. Um. And a few others thrown in there, which yep. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, in New Zealand, we do throw in a bit of te reo uh, into it, uh, yep. just because uh, we do, we're do. we trying to learn a bit more te reo in New Zealand. So, like, words like koha, which is very similar to the Fijian Hindi word we, we use uh, for donation, like stuff like that. Yeah, right. That's really cool. Um, such a Such a diverse in uh, language there yeah i think um dynamic right all living mm. languages are dynamic mm. and they should so a living language um as opposed to like something like french or english or fijian hindi as opposed to like latin which doesn't change anymore yeah um so that's kind of like the difference like fijian hindi will evolve and should evolve because it is a dynamic alive language yeah um 
Yeah, like sometimes you hear like Latin being referred to as a dead language, and that's just that doesn't mean no one speaks it. It means that no one there's no new words being added, and it's only really used in academia. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I guess language brings us to what does it mean to being Indo-Fijian? Yeah. Um, I think it means something different to everyone and even both of us yeah and that's okay and that's important <laughs> yes as, in, in its own right you know yeah 100 percent. yeah because it is our ethnicity but it, it's not the only thing that defines us and like our language it's very dynamic yeah and but we all trace our roots back to the Gurmithias of fiji and that's what makes us into fijian i believe yeah yeah, and 100%. And I guess, like, one of the things that, um, well, throughout my childhood is, like, I kind of didn't want to own that part of me. So, mm. my dad's, like, Australian and my mum's, you know, Fijian Indian. And I, like, I just basically just didn't want to own that, you know, for for a multitude of reasons as I was growing up. So, when people would ask me, oh, what's your background? They were just like, are you Indian? I was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, nah, I'm um, I'm Australian and, and Fijian. I didn't even want to mention that just because I don't know if it was a combination of the stereotypes or, um, you know, that there's just there are just Indians everywhere type thing and all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. I just didn't want to. Was just just didn't want to get into it. That's all I said. I said, not nah, Fijian. Um, yeah. But it's only been this last year year and a half where i really wanted to to own that part of me right um and like really that i identify um with that a lot more so yeah it's it's, it's you know it's a bit sad looking back on it that you know i didn't i didn't do it but that's the thing you gotta you know it comes in goes away and gotta you know i'm just glad i identify with it now yeah no for sure and i think i had a similar approach i think it was just easier to be or not easier because i did kind of fight it a lot um even growing up like um differentiating myself but differentiating myself into something that's an unknown which is being indo-fijian and i'm saying indo-fijian denzel just said fijian indian um i just want to just say that both are correct Yep. Um, Indo-Fijian tends to be used more in academic language um, Fijian Indian is the more colloquial term But both are correct um, Yeah, it's because I didn't go to university <laughs> Yeah, and so but you'll see it written both ways sometimes Yeah um, And it's just whatever you prefer, really um, There's no there's no rule, I guess Yeah um, and there's no difference really but yeah trying to because uh, in primary school like i went to a school in south auckland um there was a, f- a lot more fijian indian so that was the norm um, but when i went to school in uh, east auckland there's a lot more pakia and there's a lot more asian so you kind of get lumped in as being asian and hmm. that's incorrect on so many different layers and levels. Yeah. Um, and 
even by the New Zealand government, we're classified as Asian, which is incorrect. Like, um, our people, Indo-Fijians, we identify as Pacific peoples. Like, we are from the Pacific. Um, a lot of us don't even know, uh, like we were saying, like, we don't know where we actually come from besides Fiji. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's important for our identity as well as the fact that we've diversified into a completely completely unique culture. Yeah. Um, uh, in one of the articles, they mentioned that the mixing of all these different groups helped create this different culture. We didn't have things like the caste system in Fiji, which is the governing theory in India, um, yeah. which is one of the fundamental differences between the two groups. Um, our language is different. Like, oftentimes, like, I can understand some uh, Hindi, but I speak Fijian Hindi, so, and I understand Fijian Hindi. Um, and if I were to speak to someone from India, they might not understand what I'm saying or um, say that our language is quote-unquote broken, mm. which is also a very derogatory term. Mm. <laughs> Um, like, you know, like my language isn't broken. It's correct. This is how we speak. This is how my grandma speaks. This is how my great grandma speaks, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, spoke and yeah, like saying that my language is broken is (laughs) really offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like Uh, just, just speaking on that real quick. It's like the caste system. I mm -hmm. legitimately did didn't like i had no idea about that like honestly for the longest time like i'm talking like until at least like 18 19 right like i just had no idea that that was a thing yeah yeah um and you know you can you can point to a multitude of factors for that but yeah i just i had no idea that that you know people were just if you're born into this particular you know um I guess category of the caste system, then you're kind of destined for this life. And I was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe that when I heard it, honestly. But yep. anyway, just a it's, little um, fun tidbit I wanted to add in. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, same. I only knew about it recently too. Yeah. Um, probably like, yeah, same 1819. And it, it's not part of our culture. So we didn't grow up in this idea. Yeah. And we never, our parents never talked about it to us. So, yeah, it which like which I'm thing. grateful for. Honestly, I'm yeah. very grateful for that because yeah, it's also from what I've read about the caste system, it's not what it's um, it's not like that you're born into this family that you have to be this. It is more of a what you lean to as an individual person, um, and then these are some of the the roles that could come of that. It's not like you know, it's not meant to be this whole family's that way. In the same family, you could have four different people and each of these would be classified in a different system which means that they prefer or their dharma which is what they want to do in life is mm. in like different roles you know what i mean there's like yeah. leader there's um mentor there's maker there's you know all these different things so yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah again it's just a different like we're not saying anything about the caste system i want to make that very clear yeah no no it's no, just, no. <laughs> it's just not the system that we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. And it's not part of our 
like Fijian Indian culture. Yeah. And you know, that is a difference and um it, it, yeah, and it's just it's just different. Yeah. It's, it, and there's nothing, you know, bad about being different. It's just a, a difference. Yeah, it's it's been interesting learning about it considering I didn't have any knowledge, prior knowledge to it. Um yeah, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. But yeah, just also doubling back to that, um and like you know how like you get those questions where it's just like what's your ethnicity? Like I you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. When when you get those questions whenever you're filling out whatever. Like I, I hated that question and yep. I didn't understand why until you brought up the work that you were doing. Um, yep. and I, I didn't like that question was because I legitimately had no idea what to put. I was like, none of these boxes like <laughs> represent me. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, I, yep. I'm not any of these. Like the, I think the, the closest I got was like East Asian or something like that. Right. Um, which, which really annoyed me. Yeah. Um, and it's annoying. It's frustrating and, it's just so incorrect on so many levels that we keep getting grouped as so even so me personally I always took other and go Indo Fijian. I only found out recently that I'm still being coded as Asian. Huh. Um as opposed to Pacific peoples. Um and that's just it just it you, you what that tells me is that you're trying to erase our history. Mm. You're not acknowledging that we are Pacific peoples. You're not acknowledging what happened to our ancestors. Um, You're not acknowledging what's happened in Fiji, the fight we've had in Fiji um, to keep our identity. And you're just telling us to go in this this house that we don't belong in, you know? And that we feel we don't belong in. And it's just, it's so frustrating. Um, and yeah, like, I guess the the volunteer group or the charitable trust that I'm working with, one of their goals is to get Indo-Fijian recognized as a Pacific culture. Um, and I just, I think that's so important just for our identity and what we want to, you know, tell the next generation of Fijian Indians. Yeah. You know, like, we aren't Asian, we're, we aren't Indians, we're F- Indo-Fijians, we're Fijian Indians. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important work that you guys are doing. Something I, I definitely need to, to look into to see what's uh, what's happening around in Canberra and just in general Australia and see if there's some work that I can put into that because, yeah, hearing you talk about it has definitely made me realize how well, how wrong it is you know it's, it's just yeah. not who i am i don't want to be ticking other and then still being grouped with <laughs> in the yeah. Asian category it's just like come on come on yeah it's 2021 and we've you know we've worked so hard to like our ancestors worked so hard to get to this place and you know we're being told that we can't we just have to erase that part of us mm and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stand by that. Yeah. We want to learn more about that. We want to go into that, you know? Yeah. For the longest time, our history has been covered up. Yeah. Um, this just goes back to the fact that we don't even know where our grandparents or... Um, not grandparents, but like, you know, like 
before Fiji, we don't know what happened. Yeah. You know, we have some oral histories. We have some, uh, some idea, but nothing concrete until Fiji. And that's, you know, where we come from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess one, one last question that I had for you um, mm-hmm. was the reception of the native people in in Fiji mm-hmm. to when the indentured in, indent, indentured people came, you know, yeah. Uh, what was that like? Because I've heard mixed mixed things about it, so I just wanted to hear what your my my thoughts. Yeah. So from what I've so I recently watched two documentaries. They're just on YouTube, and um, they both give very mixed answers as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, it's not very clear cut on how in Indians uh, and the indentured uh, uh, workers were treated. Um, Some, a lot, uh, have accepted. And there's also sayings in some islands. So Fiji is made up of like 324 islands and so many different island tribes. I think like 10 island tribes. Mm. Um, so some there's ex- acceptance and um, you know a- of us as Fiji Fijians and us with uh, the native Fijians um, as one. There is also a lot of resistance. Um, this also goes to a more complicated reasoning because of the coups and and, and things like that. Um, a lot of christian superiority narratives mm. around that um whole argument so i, I don't think that i feel like that's going to be in a whole other podcast yeah but it definitely sounds like it. <laughs> yeah it's it's from what i understand very a, a mixed bag of yes and no but you know yep. we're forging our own path and we can do what we we can do yeah yeah, I guess just as uh, as human beings, you know, no matter what our background is, is as long as we're um, open with love and uh, open to, to everyone and, and their views and stuff like that, I think that's probably the best place to start and we can talk it out from there. Yeah, no, for sure. And I guess in the next podcast, we can talk a bit more on how are we identify and our experiences as Indo-Fijians. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. and I, we touched a bit on that, but I think we we both can go a lot deeper, and I'm pretty keen to hear your thoughts as well. Yeah, man, I'm um, keen to to learn way more about it now. Like I'm gassed, bro. I'm gassed. Yeah, same. Um, this this whole process has been so exciting, and uh, I recently um was able to start working on a youth program to help educate um young New Zealand Fijian Indians um, about the Gurmithias, about uh, what what we talked about in this podcast. So hopefully uh, in a couple of months, I'll have that up and running too. So that should be exciting. That's awesome, man. Very proud of your work, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a good place to, to kind of end this part one. Um, yep. Yeah, so I'm keen to, to do some research and uh, we'll know, get back together and have a chat about everything we've discovered and, you know, go from there, I think. Sounds good, bro.
Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to uh, leave a comment on our website or DM us on social media. Um, yep. And yeah, keen for the next episode, man. Yeah, same. All right, bro. Um, keen to get some some writing done too. So hopefully soon there'll be an article um, just summarizing this podcast. Yes. Um, and you'll also be able to find that on paste.com. That's P4CED.com. My man still got it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, bro. And I'll catch you in the thank next one. Thank you. All right. Peace. Bye.